Welcome to the May 2022 update of Project Passive. My name's Mitchell Kuchonda. If you prefer to read as opposed to listen to this, feel free to head to my website, kdmhealth.com. That's k-d-m-h-e-a-l-t-h dot c-o-m. There you can click on the Project Passive link and read the diary in its entirety in your own time. I also house all links I refer to in this podcast on that blog as well. Furthermore, absolutely none of what I'm about to talk about or have ever talked about is financial advice. Things like hindsight bias, home country bias, anchoring, confirmation bias, loss aversion, etc. can all creep in at times. Few humans are immune to these biases. I'm simply sharing my thoughts and actions to keep myself accountable in real time on this journey. So let's get into this month's update. So May 2022, the quote is, the more opinions you have, the less you experience and know life. And that quote is by Saguru. Monday, the 2nd of May. So here's a story for you. My brother and I surfed Snapper Rocks this afternoon. It was a magical day with absolutely incredible waves. Then out of nowhere, disaster. My brother got his legs pinned between two cars. Here's what's happened. Here's what happened in his words. We were parked on a hill in Coolangatta, finished surfing, and I was packing the boards into the back of my car when my brother and I noticed a car in front of mine reverse parking. A girl was helping reverse her in on the hill. The driver went out to correct her park as she wasn't in properly. She accidentally reverse she was accidentally in reverse instead of drive and floored it, resulting in slamming into the front of my car, which I was standing behind momentarily loading boards into the back. The impact was so intense and powerful it pinned me in between the rear of my car and the front of the car behind me. Wedged between two cars for maybe 30 to 60 seconds, I somehow wiggled myself out and immediately collapsed on the road and went into shock. Initially, I couldn't feel my legs as the pain was so intense. I was yelling and crying and thinking the worst. Luckily, my brother was there to help calm me down and take care of the situation at hand until the ambulance arrived and took me to hospital. I just wanna say a massive thanks to my brother. Unsure what would have happened if you weren't there and also the general public who called the ambulance and helped out as well. You guys were fantastic. I don't hold any remorse or anger towards a driver as I know it wasn't intentional. We all make mistakes. It definitely put light, it puts life into perspective on how fast things can change in a split second. Just super grateful it wasn't anything worse as it easily could have been. The result is severe bone bruising and severe soft tissue swelling and bruising. No broken bones. Time to rehab and heal up the best I can. Hopefully I'll be back in the water in no time. And that's the end of my brother's words. This is back to me. Life is short and can change in a split second. Time stands still for no one. Last month I was banging on about market contractions being easy to deal with. Situations like this and other far more enjoyable situations and experiences make it simple for me not to focus on things I can't control, like market movements. Tuesday, the 3rd of May. Berkshire Hathaway's annual meeting was live streamed with Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger answering investors' questions. Talking about money and investing is difficult. I'd imagine answering questions and giving advice is on another level of challenge. There's so much emotion, bias, and mixed values people have around money, investing, self-worth, and the like. Thursday, the 5th of May. The Reserve Bank of Australia lifted the Australian cash rate by 0.25%. It's now sitting at 0.35%. Overnight, the US also lifted interest rates by half a percent. Interestingly, the market responded positively to this news initially. I'm guessing the commentary from the Fed around rate rises no greater than half a percent at the time was welcome. 
Sunday the 8th of May. This is from a newsletter I subscribe to and it's highly relevant at the moment. Uh, and the quote is, I've realised a new reason why pessimism sounds smart. Optimism often requires believing in unknown, unspecified future breakthroughs, which seem fanciful and naive. If you were to soberly, wisely, prudently stick to the known and the proven, you will necessarily be pessimistic. No proven resources or technologies can sustain economic growth. The status quo will plateau. To experience growth is to believe in future technologies. To expect very long-term growth is to believe in science fiction. No known solutions can solve our hardest problems. That's why they're the hardest ones. And by the nature of problem solving, we are aware of many problems before we are aware of their solutions. So there will always be a frontier of problems we don't yet know how to solve. And I've put a link to the newsletter that that's from. It's such a fantastic quote. Wednesday, the 11th of May. The price of shares has been moving down sharply the past few days. It's important to understand the saying, people know the price of everything and the value of nothing in these times. Price and value are separate things. Best I not confuse them. The crypto market has also been moving down sharply. The listed company Coinbase is doing it tough. It floated at around $365 around a year ago. Two nights ago, it dropped 19.5% in a day. Last night, it dropped a further 12.5% and it's down another 15.5% in after hours trading as I type this to $61.73. It's trading on a price earnings ratio of 5.03. It is a current share price is the current share price of coinbase reflective of its long-term value time will tell it's also interesting to see the price graphs of a stack of companies over the past five to ten years the qe emergency interest rate cuts and basically to basically zero and helicopter money given people given to people spiked the price of some companies now that the quantitative easing tap has not only been turned off but we're entering a period of qt which is quantitative tightening Interest rates are on the rise and we have high inflation, we're seeing the natural reversal in listed company prices. In many cases, it's as if the COVID injection price boom in the market didn't happen as prices are back to their pre-COVID levels of late 2019, a revision to the mean. Warren Buffett has a quote attributed to him. In the short term, the stock market is a voting machine, but in the long term, it's a weighing machine. We're seeing this play out in real time. Thursday, the 19th of May, the index is down 4% again overnight, which, is, which will carry over to the Australian market today. Amazon, down 7%. Apple, down 5%. Tesla, down 6.5%. And the list goes on. Apparently, the Fed chair, Jerome Powell, commented, and I quote, No one should doubt the resolve in doing that, which is getting inflation down to 2%. What we need to see is inflation coming down in a clear and convincing way, end quote. I'm taking this to mean... It'll likely be a rocky road for assets for a while. And as will happen and has always happened throughout human history, assets will, will turn to their rightful owners. If you're not sure what I'm referring to, type in rightful owners into the search function of my website on the top right corner. An entry from a couple of years ago will explain. The All In podcast interviewed Elon Musk two days ago. 
He gave some great insights into why he's wanting to buy Twitter and his thoughts on the current recession the US is likely in, among other things. Another podcast I've mentioned previously is the SB Talks podcast. They interviewed former Reserve Bank of Australia Governor Ian McFarlane for its May episode. His insights around monetary policy, QE and Ben Bernanke were insightful to say the least. His suggestion that history will not favourably look back upon QE is something I agree with. Sunday the 22nd of May. Yesterday Australia voted for a change in government. Out with the coalition and in comes the Labour Party. I didn't follow this election cycle at all. After the past two years of absolutely criminal mainstream media reporting, I don't waste my life listening to any of it anymore. If something is important enough, it'll find me via friends and family. My investing strategy remains the same, irrespective of who's in government. Friday, the 27th of May. New Zealand's inflation is currently sitting at 7%. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand increased interest rates a further half a percent to a cash rate of 2%. Australia's cash rate is currently at 0.35%. Sunday, the 30th of May. Bits and pieces I've heard from the World Economic Forum's annual meeting are concerning to say the least. My top three concerns in no order of importance are the author of the book Sapiens commented, and I quote, COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept legitimate total biometric surveillance. We need to monitor what's happening under their skin. And end quote. And to all of these quotes, I've got references to them on my website. The second concerning clip that I heard, a central banker talking about the public having a direct relationship with a central bank via digital currencies because there are many advantages to this, opposed to our current setup with commercial banks. And the benefits he shared were, and I quote, it's safe and it feels good, end quote. Seriously, that was it. I have a bit of a concern when central bankers are talking to us about feelings. And number three, Bill Gates talking about vaccines. Why is Bill Gates talking about vaccines at the World Economic Forum? He's not a scientist. He's not in great shape physically. Why is anyone listening to him? I know it's because of his foundation and the influence his money has. Thankfully, I choose a higher standard when it comes to health information. And there's quotes, like I said, to all these, I'm sorry, there's references to all these quotes. Now, to be fair, you could say the same thing about me and Project Passive. I'm not a financial professional. Why listen to me? The difference is I'm not advising anyone of anything. I'm simply sharing my journey, working all of this stuff out in real time to keep myself accountable. I'm also not promoting it. I just post it and it's done. If people find it, great. If they don't, great. Nothing changes from my end if no one reads it or if everyone reads it. Now, if Gates was doing something similar in relation to his own health and genuinely sharing his journey, I'd definitely be interested in checking it out over time. But he's clearly not. And to me, this is concerning. Tuesday, the 31st of May, Australia's GDP was 3.3% annualised from numbers released through to the 31st of March, 2022. Episode 200 of the Rational Reminder podcast with guest Professor Eugene Farmer is an absolute cracker. After around 50 years of investing research and as an investor himself, it was interesting to hear his views on QE and the inflation we're now facing. We're certainly in uncharted times with this inflation and the introduction of QE. It's worth a listen if it's something you're interested in. And that concludes the May 2022 update. I look forward to sharing June with you next month.